Greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Decision Hour. I am your host, Adam Bird, and we are continuing on with the series of Let's Have a Conversation. And of course, I cannot have this conversation without my buddy, John. John, how are you, my friend? I am awesome. Doing frigging great. I'm stuck in quarantine over here uh, in Baghdad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I came because I came in from from the states recently, and so I got to do 14 days in my room. <laughs> but I'm good. <laughs> well, let's dive into the we last yeah. episode. We started off this series of let's have a conversation with with the the founding principles. This topic today that we're going to talk talk about is is my solution, and I'm going to kind of turn it over. Uh, to you, what do what do we mean by my solution? What are we talking about? Yeah, what can we do about it? So, um, if you don't like the direction that the that the country has gone, which I think we laid out a pretty decent case, mm. uh, uh, although an incomplete, definitely an incomplete case, right. for uh, the fact that we have definitely gotten away from our founding principles as a right. people, right? Just, just it, it, the things we pay attention to, and and uh, our government has gotten very, very far away from uh, the founding principles. Gotten very far away from the Constitution. We discussed a little bit of this before. How the administrative state has grown, and uh, now has virtually, you know, the, the EPA or something has got all three branches of government right within itself. Right. They make the regulation, they enforce the regulation, and then they adjudicate uh, uh, problems. So I say all that to say that we are the ones who did this. So we, we like to, we like to sit on, on our, you know, in front of the TV and, 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 and cuss at what's being, being said and oh that person's an idiot. Uh, we like to get on social media and post memes and make, you know, comments with our solutions for the entire world. Right. But what we haven't done, what my sense is that, that what we, we don't do as a people, and I mean, and initially, I mean it collectively, look in the mirror and say, well, wait, what part did we play in this? And we paid a, played a huge right. part, a huge part. Well, then you got to look yourself in the mirror as an individual and, and say, okay, what can I do? What can I do to try to turn this train around or at least to affect it? Let me ask you this, John, do you feel that... I've I've certainly felt this way. I'm going to call myself out on this. Is that I think there's been times where it's like I don't like a certain situation, but what can I actually do that's going to help change or that's actually going to change anything? What difference does it make if I go to the you know voting booth and 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 I would think or I would hope that people would get into the mindset of if I do it then there's probably several hundred or thousands or even millions of other people that might feel the same way that I do. And if they actually took that step and did something, you could change everything, but it start, it always starts with one, right? It does. And, you know, you know, uh, soccer mom, you know, sitting at home, um, doing her day-to-day life and she's busy and she might wonder, what can I do? I'm a busy mom. You know, yeah. I got a lot of things going on. Well, 
there's a whole lot you can do within your own social circle. You know, you can connect with people that do have a like mind, or you can at least have a conversation with people who maybe don't agree with you. Right. Uh, have conversations. And uh, I think, first of all, one of our, one of our first responsibilities, uh, one of our first actions is going to be take a look at ourselves. Okay. I want to tell a quick story. When I went to, uh, I, I grew up in a Christian household. I, I uh, went to a Christian school, an elementary school. And so I had a very well-established set of beliefs and things when I went to college. So I go to college and uh, along with most of the rest of the class, classroom, go to, uh, we had a you know established set of beliefs. And uh, we were all in there and the professor um, proceeds to, to um, say something that amounted to, well, right here in this scripture is where Christ is denying his divinity. And of course, everybody's like, oh, you know, the whole class is like, you're crazy. You're insane. And he goes, well, defend yourself, defend your position. And we all kind of sat there and went, hmm, I don't know. I don't really know why I believe that. So, I tell that story, and, and it, bottom line, he was challenging us to think, yeah. challenging us to defend our beliefs, to understand what we actually believe. So I think that would be step one. One, take care of, your, take care of yourself and just make sure that you're of healthy mind and body, right? right. And that sounds, that sounds silly. That sounds um, self-evident, but, you know, sometimes we don't take care of ourselves. Try to have a healthy mind. Try to have a healthy, a healthy family. Uh, have healthy relationships. But then understand your belief system. Why do you believe whatever the thing might be? Right. Why do you believe that abortion is wrong? Why do you believe that racism is wrong? Why do you believe that, et cetera, et cetera? All these different beliefs that we might hold. Understand them. And then have a conversation and you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to have a doctorate in something. No. I don't have a graduate degree and I don't really consider myself to be an expert. This, this, all our conversation is based off of my own reading and studying and, 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 and thinking, trying to think for my myself and get the opinions of, of other people and stuff, but have a conversation with your little world. Right. Um, and that's, that's how, you know, in Loudoun County, Virginia, that's how all those uh, folks started showing up at school boards. That's exactly how it happened. And a lot those people are just parents. Uh, they're not anybody special in the sense of having any kind of particular power or anything other than they are the people and our government is supposed to um, govern um, at the consent of the governed. Right, which is one of our founding, founding principles. principles. It'd be nice if more people thought critically, or did the? Did I say that right? You did. Okay. Well, so yeah. It, it, critical, thinking. critical, critical thinking. Meaning, you're yeah. not. You, you know, you you get upset because you you see what's going on, and you're like, "Well, I'm not a sheep. I'm not this. I'm not that." Great. Share your share why you feel that way. I, I've you know, I've got some friends that that are kind of on the fence. I've got some that are not even in the ballpark, and I got ones that are in the ballpark, but they're you know they're kind of up in the nosebleed section, if you know what I'm saying. 
Yeah. And 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 I and I say all that I don't have any idea where any of those analogies just came from, but whatever. It uh, <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was. I say all that because I've I've asked people like you know what what makes you think that I'll I'll give you a prime example. Recently, I here here here's an example of the critical thinking. The the you know we have the nine eleven is is. is Twenty year is happening this year, and and there was a certain way that I thought about what happened on that particular day for the longest time, and I was educated this week that totally debunked everything that I thought. Not everything, but I would say ninety percent of what I thought that happened yeah. on that day was debunked with solid evidence that somebody was at ground zero. That was what that was there. It was it was a, a New York fire New York firefighter. Who, yeah. who is who's unfortunately dying of cancer and and um, has no reason to lie about any of it and I and I say all of that but he said that's a great question he's like most people won't even you know the questions that I was asking he actually appreciated and I've wanted to ask him for the longest time and I was always kind of afraid to because it's just one of those things right and right. He thanked me for asking the questions because he, it was like, one, it helped him because he liked talking about this stuff. But two, it was like, it's nice to hear people actually thinking about different scenarios of what potentially could have happened or this, that, and the other. He's like, the problem is no one's talking about it. Right. And I and I use that example because I think that ties into with the let's have the conversation the series that we're in right now is is having the conversation. More importantly, this particular episode is is solutions. Your solution, right. uh, my solution, and and that's what John said earlier. Is you know what what's your solution? One one first and foremost, think for yourself. And two, your solution should be not only thinking for for yourself, but think critically, and then turn around and do something about it. Right. And, and a lot of folks, uh, that's the stage that, or the step that I think a lot of people have a lot of trouble with because, yeah. you know, most, the vast majority of Americans are not in public life. Uh, the vast majority of Americans have no desire for, to run for office. Um, the vast majority of Amer- Americans kind of see politics as this ugly thing, uh, which, which it is. Um, but I would say, Take that next step however you can take it. So my step is was to, first of all, brush up my knowledge, uh, which I, I had a decent amount of knowledge, but geez, I mean, I've, I've really dived in here over the past, you know, several, several months and uh, I've learned a lot. Yeah. But my solution is to do this show. Um because I work in Iraq, I work with like-minded people. Okay. I'm not, I'd be preaching to the choir, uh, <laughs> at least in my everyday uh, office. Uh, I'd be, I'm just preaching to the choir. Um, but this is the way that I can connect uh, with Semper Savage, the, the salad dressing slash marinade uh, company um, that Stacy and I have. I don't want to, I don't want to taint it with a lot of, politics and rhetoric and stuff. Right. So I try to keep that uh, very neutral, but now I'm coming on here just as, just as John Curry. And um, so I'm, I'm trying to engage and widen an audience 
uh, writing articles on LinkedIn. That's yeah. that's a yeah. good way to which you'll be able to see on HMG here this weekend as well, or the start of, cool. of, of well the weekend that we're re- week that we're recording this. But yeah, yeah, I I, I think you know we. we to kind of give people the background, if you didn't listen to the first episode of this series, go back and, and listen to it, um, Founding Principles. And and I think it's important that I just the conversation, let's have a conversation. That's what John and I, we named this series, Let's Have a Conversation, because we felt like it's important for you, the listeners, to go out and educate yourself on everything that's going on. Quite frankly, don't listen to just CNN. And and I'm I'm not going to talk bad about any one or two or maybe seven that are owned by the same media company, whatever. Uh, <laughs> mainstream media outlet, uh, because they all suck, in my opinion. And and I can say that because I own the network. So <laughs> it's a, I think they I think they're horrible. And I think the biggest problem with that is I can I equate it to this. Military people that are out there that are listening, veterans that have been in the military, you know what I'm talking about. We are living in the world's largest psyop operation to date. Mm. Yeah. And uh, and, yeah. and and it's it's and if you look at it from that perspective, now all of a sudden shit just got real. Yeah, you're not gonna get any argument from me. And and I uh I honestly believe based on just my interactions that there are a lot of people who are starting to believe that and see that. Uh, We might've mentioned on the show, on the previous show uh, that Tucker Carlson announced on uh, his show that he had been, uh, that the, excuse me, the NSA, I believe, had been spying and had his texts and they have proof. the whole thing about the election last uh, fall, when some questions were asked, when some some things were brought up, it was suppressed and ignored and not allowed to be. To this day, if you post something that that talks about voter fraud, um, you get a fact could, checker that comes yeah. in and checks your facts. Right, you get a statist. <laughs> Fact checker who That's, comes in. Let me. Can I say this, John, real quick? Yeah. The facts checkers. Now that they've that, that somebody felt the need that we need that in society. That's the dumbest shit that I've ever right. seen. And, and, so, and forgive me, folks, because it's it's. You know, I've been my my lips are a little loose today because this is a topic that um. It it it, it it's like wait it's like poking a sleeping bear, right? Get you fired up. Yeah. Like what's gonna happen? Eh. I'm I'm guessing the the, the end result is not going to end well for you, and and that's kind of the same here. I mean, I mean, John and I we're being very mellow right now, but like there's there's <laughs> like there's a rage I know inside of both of us right now where it's just like what the fuck are you thinking? Like you know, no, it's it's um it's so you you, you speak to that. And I think I think a lot of Americans are getting angry. Yeah, and and as and, they should. As they should. Yeah. If if you're not angry with the things that are, and I don't care which side of the spectrum you're on, right? But if you're not angry about some of these things, 
and I'm, I mean, there's just a, there's a host, everything from the <laughs> from the surveillance state, which is absolutely going on to spending money that we won't, don't have in the trillions yeah. uh, to open borders and some of these things. I mean, every American should be uh, unhappy yeah. about about those, you, those you, you know, there was a big thing with like, oh, Biden's going to pay off or forgave everybody's student loans. And then he it turned around and, and they decided not to do that. And then something came out about this or this administration is going to, um, you know, bring up the minimum wage or we're going to pay. We want to pay people more, but we can't find the money to do that. Hey, I'm going to tell you where you find the money. You stop with foreign aid. And stop yep. giving other other people to come to go to school and our universities here for free. I guarantee yeah. you'll the money's there. You just have to redirect yeah. it and, and, and all of those stuff. And I say we, all we that were, because you said people should be mad. People, you should be mad. That should piss you off. There's probably people. In fact, I can think of five off the top of my head. <clears throat> Excuse me. You get me worked up. Uh, <laughs> I have five off the top of my head. That wanted to go to college that could that did that chose that didn't go to college because they they didn't want to take out the student loans first first and foremost yeah. and then they didn't have the money they couldn't afford to do it but yeah. then you have all these other people that are they're coming here for free and they're doing this and they're doing that right anyway I'll shut up now well anytime government gets involved in anything to include education look at the correlation between uh, federal money. Uh, being involved in higher education and the you can't uh, put education uh, and government in the same sentence and have it make sense. No, and 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 so <laughs> you know to be to be perfectly um, straightforward with the audience, uh, I am an absolute minimal government Jeffersonian type um, uh, thinker. Yeah, uh, I really do believe that the government that. The government that governs least governs best. Now, I do recognize uh, some of Madison's um, uh, nightmares about um, the tyranny of the mob. I understand. So governments governments are made up of people, and so we've got to watch them carefully and keep keep power divided. But the populace is also made out of people. But yeah, you just said the tyranny of the mob. Yeah, that sounded like the government to me. Well, so, so, all right. Remember what we talked about last time. Just, Tell me I'm wrong. You know, getting, uh, you're not wrong. The government, the government governments between state and federal accounts for over 50% of our economy right now. Jeez. And it's growing. There's uh, approximately somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 million people who work for the government. Now they produce stuff for the government. Hell, I work for the government right now. I've worked for the government my whole life, really. Yeah. Marine Corps got out, civilian at Marine headquarters, Marine Corps, and and now I work, I work as part of the State Department. Um, so I've worked for the government my whole life. It doesn't mean these are bad people. And that, right. And that no, no, I'm certainly not saying that. Right. Don't do anything of value, but it is alarming. Uh, you know, Department of Education. My personal belief is that government has zero business in education. That's just one example. And you could look at all of those agencies. Um, you know, the government doesn't have any business surveilling us. It was done in the, in, it was done very sneaky, but uh, Americans lost more freedom in the Patriot Act under George W. Bush uh, 
than at any time in history. Uh, so that that's just of note. Uh, all those all those things that we permitted the government to do to keep us safe. Which, if you hear that phrase, "keep you safe," it should get your hackles up. The hair on the back of your neck should be standing up uh, because that that power will never go away. So, but this is just what's happened, and and we're sort of you know. Uh, laying laying out some things that have occurred, but what what can people do? How can we? Uh, how do you attack? Um, how do you attack and dismantle over fifty percent of the U.S. economy? How do you how do, how do we how do we get uh, the administrative state tamped down? And I think that's so that's a hard question to answer. Because I think you have so many people who are career politicians that have created laws to help better one their pocket and two give them job security. Yeah. So this is keep in mind what we just talked about with the government being over fifty percent of the economy and and the administrative state and twenty ish million uh, people who in some way, shape, or form are have an interest in the government continuing to be large and big and have big budgets, you know, keep their pet projects going. Right. But eventually that's going to run out. You, you, you could, you could have a, listen, you, you, I hear what you're saying. I respect what you're saying, but it concerns me that the number is that high. Cause I, I, up until this very moment, I didn't realize yeah. it was that high, but you, you look at these government people and I look at like the agencies and stuff like that. Are, are there a need for Homeland and, and some of these other ones? Absolutely, sure. Absolutely, I'm I'm not debating that. Are there some for like you know, CIA and some of these other ones? I'm sure. Let me let me back up. I'm sure there's agencies out there that people question whether or not we need them. And and then if they run its course dismantle it like they do with the military units and stuff like that, and then move forward with a different mission. Um, I look at government as the sneaky politicians that are up there making the final decisions and, and whether or not they're technically making the final decisions or whatnot. They're the ones that we see on our TV screens. We hear them on our radios um, making decisions and talking about things that, you know, there's a reason why you have this person over here talking about this, you know, and then over here you have this person uh, objecting to what this person just said. And, and, and and then it goes into a back and forth into a a shit show. At least that's what we see when the cameras are on. I can tell you for certain that most of the time when the cameras are off, these people are having drinks together, laughing in in their friends. But when the camera's on, it's a big dog and pony show. I've seen yeah. it. I've been down to the hill. I've I've, sure. I've been to parties and such that, that that have seen this happen. What's the point that I'm trying to make in all of this? Well, can I jump in? Yeah, I wish you would. Because it sounds like what I what the point I think you're getting ready to go toward is the government has gotten so large that it's serving its own interest. Now, keep in mind what I was just just mentioned about about how large it is right, in terms of numbers and in terms of its impact on our economy. When the government gets larger than us, the people, 
we've got a problem. Big. Literally big problem. Um, but we're going to lose freedom. We already lost freedom, but we are, we are yeah. going to lose all semblance of freedom. So we started this whole conversation, this, this whole series with founding principles. There are, there are people, a lot of them, who honestly believe that our founding, founding principles were wrong, that our constitution is bad, I'll just use that word, um, and that we need to remake America in the image of, I'm not sure what, but there, there are a lot of people who really believe that. So what can we do? What is the solution? What does the individual do? What, what, what does John Curry do? What does a soccer mom do? What does a guy who you know has to uh, slug it into DC every day to go work in some uh, desk someplace, but he believes in founding principles as in, and is alarmed by what what he sees? I think I think you you educate yourself on what are your other options. Take yeah. co- take communism. Communism. The if you if you dissect communism, it's it's almost a it 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 would almost be perfect if human beings were not involved in it at all. Humans 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 mess it up, and, and humans mess everything up. Right. Because we're imper- so and that's why communism will never work. Marxism, yeah. and I, I look at social and people. I know there's a bunch of people out there. What the hell did Adam just say? What it's, did he just say? It, I I had this this conversation with with my 18 year old, and he exp, he explained what he had learned about it, and it was we were just trying to have this conversation where I wasn't being, you know, Big Bird and listening to Little Bird about this and that, and I wanted his point of view on it. And what scared me is that what he said made sense. And he's like, he's like, but com- but then he, he, I'm sitting there like, holy shit, my son's going to be a communist. He's going to be this, that. Like, I, I went far <laughs> down that, the rabbit hole in the wrong direction. And at the very end of it, he looks at me and says, but it'll never work. And do you know why, Dad? And I said, why? He's like, because we're human and we're morons. And he's like, we screw everything up. Somebody will screw it up, and that's why it'll never, ever work, ever. And he's like... Russia, and then he starts educating me. Russia had coming, and it never worked. You look at um, China, yeah. communist coming. Venezuela, you know, look at all of the countries where they've tried it, and it's gone horribly wrong. Yep, there is so so all all these folks, and I'll just point to some some of the politicians. You know, the uh, Omar's and. Um, the ideas behind the Obamas, uh, the you know AOCs, uh, the Schumers, uh, these folks that that hate our country, and they they they, they want to remake it, and they there is uh, Marxism at the heart of what they do, which is one of the most historically is the most murderous ideology yep. that mankind ever devised. Yep. It is responsible for the deaths of hundreds of millions in the 20th century alone. Oh, yeah. We don't even know. We don't even know how many, uh, because many people were just disappeared and are, you know, in graves out in the tundra and in the jungle jungles of Cambodia and Vietnam. Um, but everywhere, everywhere 
that ideology has come. It has been murderous. Pol Pot killed approximately 20% of the Cambodian uh, population. I would look, I'd go, I want to add to that. Look at those of you that are listening, look at modern day China and, and the, the prisons that they have there. They, they're not fans of, um, oh, I just lost it. They're, they're not fans of really any religion. Um, you process? Oh, you yeah, religion, religion, but, the religion side of it. If you sure. look at Muslims, if you look at Muslims, yeah. hundreds and hundreds of thousands of Muslims in Chinese prisons, but yeah. you'll you'll never see it on the news. You have to go look for that information, right? You know, and and and, and yeah. that's China, communist country. Yeah. So if it, and, and so let me let me make another point that I make all the time. Uh, because it was made to me so starkly. But if we can't, so I, I, I had the opportunity to serve in Kosovo and the Balkans in mm, uh, yeah. 1999. If you think it can't happen here, Americans, you are so dead wrong. First, let's look at our own history. We fought a revolution. We fought a war on our own soil. We were invaded during the War of 1812. We had um, the uh, bleeding whole bleeding Kansas uh, bit uh, out, out in the Midwest uh, during the 1850s, I believe. We had um, fought a civil war. Yeah. Just and th- that's just internally. So so if you think it can't happen here, not only can it, but it has. You know, things have gotten out of hand, and and some really bloody, some really bloody events uh, have happened, but. The, the, the story goes like this. Um, Sarajevo had the Winter Olympics in 88, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. Sarajevo had the Winter, Winter Olympics. I believe it was eight years later, Sarajevo was a killing field. The city of Sarajevo went from having the Winter Olympics, the height of chic and cool and with it, and less than a decade later wiped out yep by ethnic cleansing and i'm here to tell you folks if you think that's not where we are going now and this should scare the ever-living shit out of every listener if you think that we are not becoming balkanized you are a fool i've i've said this i've been i've been blessed to to do entertainment for for the latter part of a decade now and I've, I've said on many shows, and I'm going to say it here today, that I've said that we are turning into a third world country. And, 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 and let me, let me before, because I, I know some of you out there are like, what the, maybe not to the extreme of what you have seen or, or John and I have seen, or even where John's at right now, as, as an example. Yeah. But the mindset of where we are going is is heading that direction and has been for the last, you know, 25 years or so. And I'd, I'd argue to say it's, it, it's been longer than that. Uh, yeah. And, and I say that with, with this is like as John said, if you don't think this could happen to us, it's, it's happening right now in, in – small forms and pockets of things. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it is happening right now. 
I, 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 and I said I, I, I said earlier, no, I, I said earlier that that this year marks the twenty year anniversary of, of 9-11. Yeah. You know, do you remember where you were on 9-11? I, I certainly do. I do. I'll, I'll never that day changed my life. Yeah, I think it it changed thousands, maybe more. Yeah. It changed tens of thousands of lives. You know, you and I served. I served in two more wars. Yeah, because of it. Yeah. Um, you know, we both Iraq and Afghanistan. I think were kind of. I think if nine eleven hadn't happened, I don't think we would have had Iraq. Um, and and you know, think of all the, think of all the guys who uh, who who served during in in war during that time. Yeah. It changed a lot of lives. Yeah. Um, think of all the Gold Star moms and all that. But I tell you what, like I'm over here now. We'll we'll never leave unless yeah I I don't we're not going to be able to really leave. We'll have some type of presence there. Yeah, it's some something. Uh, We're getting ready to leave Afghanistan. You know, when somebody asked me not too long ago, I was I was back back home. Um, and uh, sorry, I've got a I keep I keep my my phone keeps buzzing and. And uh, Stacy and I have a have an interview after this, and there was some question about the time. Uh, at any rate, but uh, I lost my train of thought. Um, you were back home. You, you just recently somebody asked you a oh, question. You were back home. Yeah, they were just they were just asking me about you know how are things over in Iraq and whatnot, you know. And um, current administration, it's it, current administration is uh, extremely weak. I don't think anybody would dispute that. Right. Uh, and almost immediately, you know, the Iranians, so it's, it's the Iranians own Iraq. The Iranians have infiltrated the government. Um, the Iranians have infiltrated uh, all of the uh, Shiite uh, militias, some of which we have trained and equipped. Mm. Uh, it's just, a, it's a disaster. It's a friggin' disaster. And last year, um, I believe it was last year, last fall, might have been the fall before, might have been two years ago. Over the course of about three or three or four months, we had over thirty thousand Iraqi c- citizens killed and disappeared during uh, some protests over some things that the government was doing. That's how they roll. That's how they roll. And, 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 we, and do we see what, any of that here in the States? Well, no. you know, look at all the, look at all the doggone BLM riots and stuff. Well, I mean, I mean it, I'm saying, did we see, well, yeah, that, okay. So that I'm glad you brought that up. I'm saying, did we see anything that's happening to these people over here in the States? No, we, we, no, we didn't. Right. We're not, we're not seeing, we're not seeing, does it affect us directly? Most, most news organization. Well, that that's not news. Well, it, it, it is. And it's something that we need to be aware of what's going on. So it doesn't happen here. Here's the solution, John. Let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What if, what if we were to bring all of our military, everybody, back from every foreign base that we've ever had, Korea, Germany, Italy, Africa. We bring all of our troops back to the United States, and we stop playing big brother to the world, and we just based everybody here in the United States. Yeah. Would that be a good solution, do you think? 
Um, no, I, and, and, and here's why. I'll, I'll, def, I'll defend myself real quick. Um, because there's evil in the world. It, it's it's kind of like, I, I look at it kind of like this. We are way over-involved in the world. Right. There, there, is, there is no reason that NATO countries who tell us how we suck because we don't have free health care and free college, yet we're paying for their defense. Right. There's no way that should be happening. Right. Yeah, no shit. You can have free college and free health care. We're we're paying for your defense. Right. We're paying. We're cutting yeah, the bill. Out of your mind. Yeah. You know, but I, I, I think it's it's kind of like the government. Our involvement in the world is kind of like the government. We it, it should be smaller, but we still got to stay engaged because there's evil. There's evil people in the world. And we, All right. I could see that I we could. want to. uh we want to stay engaged, whether it's diplomatically. Well, military, I, you, were you in the peacetime military or did you come in after 9-11? No, I came in, I was in peacetime. I, I came in in 98. Okay. Yeah. So, so I didn't come in that much before you. I, I came in in 92 and, um, but I, I spent my whole first deployment, my whole first float was we're basically diplomats. Right. You know, it's, it's, you go ashore, you, you, you liaise with the people, you go do some exercises with some, you know, some friendly countries, uh, you know, that, that's, and it's great training and everything, but vastly different from, all right, boys, let's saddle up. We're going to Afghanistan or we're going to Iraq or we're going to Kosovo. We'll be there in 30 days. We're riding the ship over. Hope you got a will made out. You know, that, that's, that's a huge difference, but the Amer- the American military is is very much a a peaceful, almost strong diplomatic uh, presence. Right. It doesn't have to. It's not necessarily always there to kick ass. You know, we've got a good relationship with Germany. We've got right. You know, bases all over there. England, of course. We've got we've got stuff stored in Norway in case the Russians come over the border. Uh, it, it allows you to build. Uh, we do exercises down, uh, Poland, down in, uh, yeah. oh, every, yeah. everywhere, yeah. you know, any friendly country we can down in Australia, the West coast guys go down there. They love it. Uh, Marine Corps, West coast right. guys. Right. Um, so, so I wouldn't say completely pull back, bring everybody back in, inside our, our borders, like say before world war one or even world war two. I mean, we were out there a little bit, but, you know, we were pretty isolationist, and I think the world is small enough now, particularly with, um, you know, ballistic missiles and things like that 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 are that are supersonic. The world is a lot smaller now in terms of being able to reach out and touch a foe. Yeah. And uh, well, so, and and I say that because I looked at that as a potential solution to you know everything going on and and, and us being military guys and, and veterans ourselves. Folks. Yeah, so I think Adam, I, I, I honestly, I, I believe that everything bears. It's like when you got a when, when you when you got a family budget, yeah, and you just had a huge expense. I just had one, <laughs> an unplanned expense. But let's say you have a rotted sill plate on your house, and it's going to cost twenty thousand dollars to freaking get the you know get it all fixed up, Jeez. and you can't do it yourself because you work in Iraq. Right, right. But let's say you've got one of those, right? Well, you've got to look through your budget and you've got to say, okay, where can I maybe cut some corners or I'm not going to buy this now. 
I, I'm going to have to put those efforts toward. I, I think that's the way we should we should look at our, our foreign aid and and, right. and our our internal aid. I mean, God bless America. Uh, we we throw a lot of money at a lot of really bad programs, and that's kind of getting back to the whole discussion about the administrative state. Uh, you know, we've got agencies that are doing duplicate things with a whole infrastructure equipment and, and all that. And we're going to be talking about that in in, in one of these conversations uh, episode about admin states as well. John, I want to, we're coming up on time. So I want to bring, bring it around to, to solutions. Um, I'm, I'm going to say this and wrapping up, I'll let you get the final word before we go to a closing here is, you know, I think the big thing is when solutions, how you can get involved, educate yourselves. I'm going to put a book out there. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to today. There's there's a, a book and we were talking and I'm saying this because we were on the topic. We had talked about, you know, communism and, and, and China and what's going on. And how, honestly, the, all of that ties into what's going on in, in our country today. Yeah. There's a book called the hundred year marathon. I've read it three times now. And you want to talk about something that's very eye opening. Mm. The, the, the Chinese have, They've always wanted to be the world dominant country, and they're they're set to do so by twenty forty two, I believe. Don't quote me on the year, but we're sure. we're in we're over almost three quarters of the way of that right now, and it goes back and it tells you when it started, and then you see their progress. It's it's really kind of a, a textbook of what they're doing to get to where they want to go and we're you we're, we're living it we are seeing it yeah play out in front of our eyes and and you know what they say folks the easiest way to hide something is right out in the open i encourage you all to if, if you guys those of you that are readers or even or even uh you know audiobooks and whatnot take a listen to take a listen or, or, or read that book it, it and there you know i'm not getting paid to, to to push that or anything like that this isn't a paid uh, anything like that. It was just a book that I found and it ties in with this conversation of solutions, but it helped make me, it helped me make some of the solutions that I've, that I make now today, knowing what I know now because of that yeah. book. So anyway, John, to you. I, I tell you what, uh, you know, you were talking about reading and uh, uh, I want to, uh, I want to make everybody aware of, you know, some, there's some really, really good resources, uh, out on the web, just in YouTube, but telling you, if you want to learn about the constitution, if you want to learn about founding principles and the way that all of that relates to our present day situation, uh, there's a lot of videos done by, uh, Hillsdale college. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling you it's first rate, absolutely first rate, but yeah, I want to encourage everybody to, uh, to take that opportunity to understand, uh, your own belief system, to be able to defend it so that when you go out, uh, whether it's at uh, the soccer field or the baseball stadium or something, that when you have a conversation with, or you know, just in the neighborhood, if you have a conversation with somebody, that you're able to have a cogent uh, argument and defend your own belief system. Uh, further than that, I really want to encourage people to get off your butt, uh, get out of the house, and engage in whatever way you can. I would certainly encourage people if they if they want to run for town council or something. I would highly encourage you to do so. Um, if you want to run for senate, you know U.S. Senate, I would highly encourage you to do so. But if you're not of that ilk, 
I would encourage you to get involved with a campaign. Uh, it could be just as simple as going down to your local American Legion or, um, or VFW or something, having a beer and uh, just shooting the breeze with the guys. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it can really be that, that, that simple uh, and, and get involved with the community, get involved with, uh, uh, you know, the Salvation Army. I mean, that's a fantastic organization that does, does good work. Um, not in, 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 I say all of this, I'm saying get involved, make things better. But if, if, if you are, if I just want to encourage people to have conversations that are uncomfortable, political conversations about third rail items, yep. things like abortion, things like welfare, things like uh, the police state that is growing, uh, things like racism. I think that really needs to be uh, to be talked about in in a in an intelligent way, uh, which is absolutely not being done. Right. It's 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 horrific. Yeah. Uh, at any rate, I I just want to encourage people to get engaged. Uh, you know, come do a po- start your own podcast. Um, you know, do do Instagram and Facebook lives and just put your ideas out there. Prepare yourself. Put your ideas out there. Get engaged. And uh, yeah, we need people running for school board. We need people showing up at town council meetings and and objecting to things uh, that uh, people don't agree with because it is it it is while it is true that the proverbial shit rolls downhill from the federal government on down. The best thing that a person can do to affect themselves in terms of government is to be involved in your local politics. Mm. We were conceived as a very local government system, federalist system that starts very local, really, with the family, then to the town, then to the county, and and then to the state level, and then to the federal level. It rolls uphill just as much as it rolls downhill. And you can see that happening now with Texas deciding that they're going to seal off the border or at least exploring sealing off the border. They're stepping up, you know, they're stepping up for themselves. Um, that's just one of many examples. Counties doing uh, Second Amendment um, uh, sanctuary status, which I wish we didn't have to do that kind of crap. But, but hey, they're they're standing up for for uh, a an unalienable God given uh, right, right as laid out um, in the Constitution. As always, my friend, I appreciate it. I do too. That was that, uh, was that was good. Absolutely loved it, folks. We're talking about solution. Well, what's what's your solution? And it's part of the series of let's have a conversation. Um, this is our our second episode in this series, and we have a, a, a we're quickly uh, creating more and more. Uh, topics to discuss for for this conversation. We we may have well over a dozen by the time this is all all said and done. So, uh, and and good. We this is an important topic. We feel and um, listen. I, I want to put this out there. If if you guys got questions or something that you would like us to have a conversation about, send uh send Adam. Go to Adam at heroesmediagrp.com. Send me send me an email or or go to uh, the Heroes Media Group website. Go to the Heroes Media Group on on all the social media platforms. You'll find us H uh, Heroes Media GRP uh, out there. Send us a message and just say, hey, heard 
heard the decision hour show with you and John. This I'd love for you guys to to, to talk about X Y Z whatever whatever the case may be. We, so we we definitely uh, love to hear from you. We'll take it on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's it. That's all the time that we have uh, today, folks. Again, uh, check it out. Uh, if you got something that you want us to discuss, go to heroesmediagroup.com. Also, check out all the shows, events, and stuff that's coming up this fall over there, heroesmediagroup.com. Uh, until next time, you've been listening to The Decision Hour.